Welcome to From the Be All End. This is the debrief for Burnley 2, Fulham 2. I'm Simon Evans, and with me is Paul Woodhouse, Justin Connolly, and Chris Borden. Andrew Greaves still on his travels, so a slightly streamlined squad uh, today. And uh, let's lots to talk about from that game, so let's get straight into it. Uh, Justin, you were yeah. on Turf Moor, you witnessed mm. that. Um, Strange game in lots of ways, but your impression. Yeah. Let's start with. Yeah, you. really, really, really strange game. I, I, I suppose you've got to really highlight the positives, haven't you? you? You know, we haven't had that many positives to highlight over the last six months or so. So you know, you got to give them credit for coming back from two nil down to to get a point. You've got to highlight Fofana's performance. He came on and you know, along with I thought Goodmanson had had an impact as well. But to get two goals and and, and level things up. Um, brilliant. The new, the, the the other two new signings. I thought, um, I thought uh, Asinjan had a great game, great cross for that first goal. Um, he was solid enough, and uh, and uh, in, in the centre of defence. How, how are we pronouncing this? Esteve, Esteve, E Steve, as Chris likes to call him. E Steve. I've heard a few he was... E Steves floating around. <laughs> yeah, he was reasonably solid, apart from that moment when he, you know. Um, Put in a great challenge, won the ball, and then passed it promptly out for a corner. <laughs> There's a lot of that going on, wasn't there? But I, I, so all, all, all positive things, but you know that doesn't mask the negatives, does it? It was a terrible performance over the ninety minutes. I thought it was lacking in urgency and energy, just like, just like at City, really, just nothing going on. And and after the game, company writing that they'd uh, you know run the socks off in that second half and really. You know, really checking the game to them. I didn't. He was watching a different game to me. They were just as lackluster in the second half as they were in the first. I thought, and those two goals came, yeah, more or less out of nothing, didn't they? So, but some positives. I think we can look forward to watching Fofana for the rest of the season. Um, he's got a start now, hasn't he? I think, um, but a lot of negatives as well, weren't there? There were, yeah. Chris, your feelings on it? Yeah, pretty. It was just a. a... The archetypal Burnley home performance this season under under Vincent, where they, they actually start reasonably brightly, it looked like they might you know craft an opening or two. And as I was saying to Justin, like I said, we, we, we both said, "Well, this is where we, this is where we concede." And you watch the you know harmless ball go across the face of goal, and neither goalkeeper nor uh, Asinjom, you know. Want to want to sort of deal with it? I mean, it's the, the goalkeepers. You know, it, it, surely they know it's taking a nick and it's a corner if it goes out. It's the goalkeepers to come and claim. And um, we're just so so soft at set plays, and it's yeah. You know, I know it takes a deflection, and and uh, but it's it, it wanders in off Asin Young, uh, Paulina, and it's 
you're up against it. And then, you know, a matter of minutes later, they give an even worse goal away where where Trafford's neither, you know, staying at home nor come and dealt with it. And he's caught in in absolute no man's land. And, uh, you know, no matter... I mean, he made a few good saves over the piece in the second half. You know, the best one from uh, from William, where he not only kept it out, but pushed it mm. away from uh, from the, you know, the onrushing uh, forward. But it... <laughs> We can have this debate till we're blue in the blue in the face. I I don't see an aspect of James Trafford's game that is better than Arrow Murich's, and I'm not building Arrow Murich up to be faultless. We know, yeah, you know, he had he had his own shortcomings last season, but I say find me an aspect of his game that's better than Murich's. I don't see it. But again, like second half, I expected Burnley to come out and absolutely chuck the kitchen sink at it. You know, like. Like Stan's teams used to do, like Sean's teams used to do, where just sheer force of nature and the, you know the the, the, the impose their will on teams. You might not have been the uh, you know the most technically proficient, you know, brilliant displays from those sides, but they just ground teams down and 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 found a way. And it didn't look like that. You know, they, they got they got an equaliser. Uh, sorry, they. they Found a way back in the game on the break from a corner, gifted mm-hmm. by another appalling goalkeeping error, it must be said, uh, and then somehow found a, a, an equaliser at the death. Which uh, <laughs> so without without having seen it, you know, we, we obviously saw it in real time, didn't see a replay. And as soon as it comes up on the scoreboard, the VAR are checking it for handball. You're assuming that this is mm-hmm. getting chalked mm-hmm. off, and uh, there was a guy behind the the Fulham Fulham uh, analyst beside, uh, be, no, just behind me, was adamant it was handball, and he was trying to show me on the screen. I was like, well, I can't see anything, pal, and you know, thankfully there was nothing uh, untoward. It wasn't, was it? No, 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 no nothing, nothing like no. Well, why they've no. even checked it for him? <laughs> Woody, do, do, do those positives of, of those two goals, both both gifted by defensive mistakes from Fulham, because I think um, Tetty, isn't it, the right back, is uh, yeah. all, all over the place on that second goal. But does that outweigh what came before? Well, no, it was all very vintage Vincent, wasn't it? You know, we, we saw mm. this last year, we've seen it this year, and the difference being is that when you're bringing Benny on in the championship, it's invariably one apiece and you know you're going to go on and win it. You know, this idea of like going 65 minutes and not having a f- the faintest clue as to where people are supposed to be playing, what they're supposed to be doing, etc. It's getting a little bit old now, isn't it? And it's just it's just getting lucky throwing folks on and hoping something's going to happen. Yes, it happened yesterday, but there was nothing to indicate, you know, that it was going to happen. You know, and I think we'll we'll find ourselves on the the wrong end on, of more of those, and on the right end of more, more of those. And I just can't work out how we can get everything so blatantly wrong for sixty odd minutes, and then you know we manage we manage to turn it around. I'll mm. give a shout out for E Steve's left foot though, because the sweet <laughs> left foot is back. That's a beautiful thing, even though he does pass it out of play. <laughs> Respective, Asinion, I think will turn out to be a. a a very good little player. He, you know, he, his, his ball for that first goal was exquisite. Had a look, dinked it over. And for Farna, I saw somebody call him Teller's dad. And I think that. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll leave it at that. Yeah. Well, it's, 
the p- great passion from those from uh, Asinon and uh, yeah. Fafana, though, just to see that you know that level of meaning. It was it was it, it pumped the crowd up, and it uh, you know he's it, he's quite clear, and we we all sort of. Uh, had a bit of a bit of a laugh at his uh, his, his signing on video for Fana, but he's a character, and yeah, he, yeah, he, he, yeah. he brings that with, you know with with him on on the pitch as well. You know, it's uh, it's great to have that sort of personality, really. I always think it's funny with new signings though that we, if if they have a poor first game, everyone yeah. is saying, "Look, give them three or four games." You can't judge somebody off one match. If they have a good game, we're totally <laughs> judging them off one match. You know, and if yeah, yeah. Off, half a match in his case, but. Um, he made an impact against City, created a goal out of next to nothing, and he made an impact there. I mean, all right, the goalkeeper's made a total... Leno's made a total hash of that cross. I mean, it's, it's an embarrassing one. Um, and he nods into an empty net. But he's still there. He's still there in the right position, yeah. isn't he? And then, yeah. and then the other one, it goes in off uh, some part of his body as he slides in. But he's in there, sliding in, and he's got mm. the goal. He's got two goals and an assist in two substitute appearances. And he's getting into positions that, frankly, Amdouni isn't. I mean, mm. we've got to talk about Amdouni and a few a few other individual displays. But, you know, the three signings, though, the, the three mm. new signings, of all, you know, people are saying Vincent doesn't know what he's doing. He's gone and signed three players who do look like they can improve this side, don't they? I mean, Justin, they, I thought all three of them, you know, it's Debbie, all right, he played, misplaced a couple of passes, but looked, mm. looked pretty composed. Um you think if him and, and Bayer were playing together, we'd have two two real footballing sort of centre halves there. But you know, overall, your impressions of of the three new guys? Yeah, I, I I think they did they did okay. They did they didn't I mean they didn't really do much wrong, did they? I mean the the, the defensively, I thought um, they were okay going forward. Um, I think Asignon looked looked like he could do some damage um, and. You know, you can't you can't knock two goals in in uh, such a short space of time to get us back into the game. Did he did change things? It's like, and it's partly like it's partly like Chris says it's to, it's to do with character, isn't it? The the uh, um, and, and Fofana certainly looked like um, they were up for it. You know, they were going for it. Mm. They made it. They, they you know they 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 played with that passion that we've we, we've we've talked about being lacking up to now. Um, Put a few of the others to shame. I thought on 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 Saturday. So it's all it's it's early days, isn't it? But I, I agree. I think I do think they look like they're um, just you know after what I said about them last week that they've come from a lower division and you know I, I'm not particularly inspired by them. They look like they might make a difference. They look like they might inject some passion into the into the performances. And you know we need we need a miracle now, don't we? But um, you know if they can continue to to provide that passion and try and get the the drag the rest of the players with them, then you know we, we we're still in with the show, aren't we? I don't think so. No, I mean I've I've given up completely looking at it yeah. from that point of view. To be honest, I, I don't I don't I don't think that it has been done before. It, 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 from, at the end of the thirteen points once. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's enough, isn't it? It has yeah. been done before. West Brom did it, didn't they? It's still a bad result. You know, take it out the whole totally, performance yeah, yeah, and the yeah. story of it. It's a one-one, a two-two draw at home to Fulham. Uh, they're an they're a very ordinary Fulham, as I was saying to Justin yesterday. There's, yeah. you know, you, you take uh, no Jimenez. Obviously, Mitrovic, you know, was was sold in the summer. They've signed Brohan. You know, he obviously didn't start the game. It's, it's not a vintage Fulham side, but and they're going to stay up by a considerable distance. And yeah. 
We're, they've I'm got exactly team. twice as many points as we have, so that tells you a lot. You exactly, know. exactly. I say, I've got to credit these lads. I listened to an interview with Chris Wilder, and he said he was trying to get a couple of players into to Chef U, and players just didn't want to join because of the prospect of, of being relegated. But these lads have looked at the situation. I mean, albeit they'll probably get in a, a, a significant uh, wage, wage rise, but they've they've looked at where Burnley are, and they thought, you know what, I'm going to have a goal. Mm. And, yeah. even if we, and even if we go down, you know, we, we, we've seen what happened last year, we'll have a go at, uh, at getting them back. And uh, like I say, that, that, that personality they showed, and uh, Asignon was up against, you know, probably Fulham's best player in Willian, who still looks... Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does you know, look good still. Doesn't terrific, he? you know, knocking, uh, knocking mid thirties, and uh, yeah, I just, I just, I just, I just like, I like that that sort of personality, and that, uh, you know, they, they, on their social media, they've all sort of like, I mean, I know it's probably it's commonplace, but they sort of how delighted they are to be, you know, and the, you know, they, 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 like I say they got the crowd, they got a the crowd involved, and uh, you know, they'll, they'll, that'll do for me, you know, <laughs> show a bit of heart. That's all you want, a bit of battle. You know, I've never seen turf more as apathetic as I had yesterday. You know, it was it was an absolute disaster for seventy five minutes, and not a murmur. You know, but it is what it is, isn't it? Believe in the process. It'll be an interesting little test to watch those three over the next few weeks and see whether they maintain that level of enthusiasm and energy and determination. Because if they don't, if if it starts to drain out of them very fast, that's a, that's a sign that there's something. <laughs> There's something wrong there, isn't it? I mean, but I, but I, I can, but I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Simon. I, I, I can remember interviewing Kurt Nogan when he said, I've been Burnley again in a relegation fight nearly 30 years ago, and he was sort of saying, I've gone from one sinking ship to another. And you sort of, you know, he, he, he obviously didn't settle that season, Kurt, but these lads have, they don't seem to have come with that attitude, really. And that's, you know, it's a big, uh, big, uh, big point. Yeah, I mean, for me, the one who stood out. Obviously, Fafana's got his goals, but of the two defensive ones, Asignon, the thing I liked about him was he's a converted fullback, isn't he? He did say in his interview that he started off as a winger. He reminded me a little bit of Wan-Bissaka at United in the sense that um, and Wan-Bissaka's a converted fullback, even though, well, you could see why he was converted because he's useless in the final third. But Asignon... <laughs> you know, delivered that cross. I mean, probably quite dangerous. He'll end up uh, having revealed that left foot. Yeah. <laughs> He'll probably end up having to play a left back out of position for the rest of the season. Woody, though, there were some, you know, not to dump the negativity onto you, but um, there, there were, we have to balance that with some performances of players who their selection is looks questionable after that performance. Yes. You mean everybody else, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, yeah, there's, I'm, I'm, I'll start with Orderbear's a funny one, you know, because obviously he has to be going forwards because if he's coming backwards, it's a nightmare. He lets people run off him, you know, his, his ability to defend in, a, in zonally is absolutely appalling. The first goal, he was tracking uh, Bolina and just kind of let him go, just let him run in front. And that that was that. And he's he's a defensive liability, but... Again, he he crossed the ball, you know, for the second goal. And going forward, he's, he's, he's fabulous. So he kind of negates all that. No idea what was going on with the second. Somebody, you know, Ekdal looked like he'd lost a gear, you know, because that was just simply a, a flick over the guy's head, wasn't it? It wasn't even a through mm-hmm. ball. 
And I don't know, is that the third or fourth time I've seen Trafford do that? Not necessarily in a Burnley shirt. I've seen him do it in an England shirt as well. He's kind of flapping in no man's land. I don't know whether it's positional or he's got, you know, something else is going on. But um, whether Ekdal's injured as well, we don't know Mm. what that is. But other than that, Brownell had an absolute howler, an absolute stinker. Um, Amdune, Ramsey, shocking, absolutely shocking. And granted, they were both playing slightly out of position, etc. But my word, they were were shit. And uh, Foster, Foster didn't really give much, but he wasn't provided with much to do anything with. You know, he was kind of, he was kind of, it was, he was lost because there was nobody behind him able to present that ball. So between, between a lot of them, they were, they were pretty much shocking, all pretty much three and four, eight to 10. Mm. So, and I don't know, I don't know whether that's just a confidence thing, whether they're slightly confused with the way they're being asked to play, you know, that there's a, a lack, there's inconsistency with, you know, the messages they're being told from Vinny. I either expect to play whatever. I've, I've, I've absolutely no idea, but I, I assume it's going to be, partially a confidence thing because it looks to have drained out of several of those players and they look frightened to play. Yeah, I mean, mm. I think the interesting one in that sense is is Ramsey, who he seems to have played in a slightly different position in every time he's tried him. Yeah. You know, he's, 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 he's played, played him further up, he's played him central midfield, he's played him in wider roles. I mean, I don't know, Justin, I mean, he's mm. one of those players who, who we presume as this very good technical ability. He's highly rated, been part of like a good youth system and knocking around England youth squads and that sort of thing. But he's really, really struggled, hasn't he? He has, and I, I actually find it quite difficult to say anything about his performance on Saturday because I can't actually remember seeing him doing anything. I can't actually remember him contributing anything to the game at all. But yeah, he didn't I mean, give like... a goal away, which, you know. <laughs> well, that's a plus point, I suppose. Yeah. But the thing that, the, the real disappointment for me is that when you get in a situation like we're in now, or, or even bang on from the start of the season, we've got to be running further than anybody else. We've got to be, we've got to be putting more effort in than everybody else. We've got to be, We've got to make make those things that that we are that we are capable of doing that 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 can drag us up to the level we need to be at, um, and it, all all the things that you know the, the the effort the the intensity the aggression all those things that um, you know can 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 give us the edge over these teams who are clearly better than us. We're not doing it, and I I don't I can't understand why. In a must-win game like that, you would come out and perform like that without this. This there's something wrong somewhere if we're not getting up for games like that in the way that we should be. We should be, we should be up in their faces, a- aggressive and 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 running harder and faster and further than anybody else to try and close that gap. Uh, and I, I suppose. I bring this up talking about Ramsey because he's a perfect example of that to me. You know, he, he didn't get, he didn't get, he, they don't get stuck in, do they? They don't, they don't, they don't get fired up. They don't get, man, you, I, I, me and Chris were saying this actually at, at the ground yesterday that the, the, the crowd is, is strangely apathetic as well. You know, after going 2 0 down, there were a few boos at half time, but. Nobody seems angry about what's going on, which seems strange to me. Well, you know, we're we're 
we're about we're about as lethargic as the players on the pitch in in the crowd um and i i i don't know where that's come from because it never used to be like that and i don't think a few a few flags and, and a drummer are going to make any difference to that i don't know how we how we get that that back obviously when we when we got back in the game the, the crowd got up a little bit on saturday but uh, for for the most part there's a lot of sitting back in your chair with your arms folded shaking your head going on you know? <laughs> And not and not a lot of uh, getting angry about it. I think we all should be quite much angrier than we are about what's going on. Well, what is going on? Because I find it hard to believe that like young players, given a chance in the Premier League, don't care and don't want to put the effort in. So something's mm. going wrong. I, I think on a personal level, they all will do, won't they? I mean, on, you know, I, I, I just don't. I can't imagine why they wouldn't. But. What's going wrong then? It's obviously something to do with with the way they, they they're being prepped and they're being told how to handle the game or something. I mean, what the is DNA? Yeah, it's in the DNA. Yeah, the DNA. There's too many luxury players in that team. You know, they, they aren't that type of. I mean, we we seem to be phasing the you know the sort of street fighter out of out of football. We don't play you know kids football in in, in the streets. Jumpers for goalposts creating a Carlos Tevez or a Wayne Rooney or an Aguero, that type of player anymore. Mm. Just don't, they play on these beautifully manicured, you know, under-23 surfaces. We all try and play like Pep Guardiola and uh, there's no, well, you, you try and show any, any aggression in the Premier League and more likely than not, you're going to get penalised as well. So, so maybe it is coming out of the game altogether. But I just... I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm say I'm, I'm I'm at that age. I I want to see that aggression. I want to see, I like, say like Sean Sean would always say, you know, hard work will never go out of fashion. You always mm. want your team to graft. You know, first and foremost, sweat on the shirt, and it. it <laughs> I hate harping on to what, but I just so believe in so many of you know the the things that that Sean spoke about and still delivers to this day at Everton. You know, it's. Uh, it, it, it's it's powerful, and if you ally that with with technical quality like we have, it's it's a potent mix. But I just don't see enough of the former, and well, and, and enough of the the technical quality to be brutal. It's just there. There almost seems to be like an acceptance that okay, you know, we'll we'll, we'll let you have this year, Vincent, as a learning curve because you you were so magnificent, you and your team last year. That we're going to say, right? Let's start from from scratch again and judge it November, December next season. But I I just feel it's a massive opportunity gone begging, and you can't take anything like promotion from the championship for for granted. You know, it's it's not a given that they're going to bounce back. No, but, no, no, no. I agree with you. On that. I mean, Woody, do you think that I we've seen a few times where we go a goal down? And then you can you can almost physically see them wobbling mm-hmm. at that point, and 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 you st- things start to go wrong really really quickly, which suggests to me a lack of of leaders on the field. Exactly. I mean, I'm going to say it's a leadership thing, isn't it? You know, it's a it's a it's a big hole to fill. Is Ashley Barnes from obviously the uh, dressing room and the and on the pitch, and that hasn't been replaced. And it's like, we probably haven't replaced Jack Cork's leadership in the middle of the park. And we've lost, obviously, Ben Mee and Tarkovsky's leadership at the back, etc. And you start to take stuff like that out, and you replace that with a load of young lads 
who haven't played in the Premiership, and in some cases, you know, they're very, very fresh to this kind of football. Then what do you expect? I still can't work out what do we expect from them. You know, yeah. it's like if you think you were, you know, it's it's a hell of a step up, and you need you need that help. And yeah, it's it's a, it really is a baptism of fire for some of them. And like you're saying, if it's very apathetic on the turf, and to credit, nobody's really started turning on them as yet because that would invariably lead to worse performances. But it's you know, it's it's to be expected. You know, if mm. there's no leadership yeah, on the pitch, you're gonna you're gonna struggle. You're gonna struggle. I don't know where you're gonna see them stepping up. And maybe these new new guys, the Fafanas, they are more characters, and they can start providing some of that. But we'll mm. obviously we'll soon start to see whether that's the case or not. It's interesting we, to me when you mention those all those names like Tarkovsky yeah. and me and Barnes. They all seem like sort of colossuses now, don't they? Exactly. Com- compared to the, yeah. the players that are taking to the to the field now, they seem like uh, they seem like almost like giants in a way. Well, they're men, aren't they? Not boys. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is. It, it, I think Woody's Woody's made a really good point there. What What do we expect from it? Because he does feel like a team of trialists sometimes, doesn't mm-hmm. it? You know, when have you ever seen seen those games where you know youth teams have like four or five trialists in and and, and so on, and they don't know each other? It, it does. It does feel a bit like that. I mean, I, I suppose one. You know, in, in Vincent's defence, he probably imagined Josh Cullen was going to be the leader figure and the sort of continuity figure in the middle of the park. And he just yeah. hasn't been able to step up to the Premier League level. Um, Sanderberg, I mean, there's an interesting one as well yesterday. Sanderberg suddenly appears in the first five minutes. You're looking at him going, is he playing centre-half here? Or yeah. He was mm. playing extremely deep, wasn't he, out of the ball, yeah. especially. I mean, every game seems to throw us a new wrinkle tactically with, with something. And, and players have been asked to play. You know, I'm doing his which is something we've said that might be worth trying. Amdouni was put more out on the right, wasn't he? But um, he, he, he's, he struggled. Let's look ahead a little bit then to what these... So these new signings coming in, for Farnie, you think, right, he's got to start the next game. But it's it's Liverpool away. <laughs> I mean, yeah. how, how do you incorporate Fofana into that, uh, that way of playing? Because you don't really want to be going with three up front. If you're playing Odebert, Fafana and Foster up front at Liverpool, that's uh, very brave, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. But what else What else does he do? Unless, you know, you bring... Uh, I mean, I, I've got to be honest, I prefer to see Johan, Johan Gudmundsson in the centre midfield than, uh, than Ramsey. Yeah, yeah you know, agreed. It just, it, at least he'll win a bloody tackle. And, and we all know what, you know, what, what that, left, uh, that left peg's all about as well. But yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see him go with the front three and maybe just sort of thicken that, that central three up. But Berger can't play as deep as he did yesterday. He's got to sort of, you know, we all think he's probably better off, you know, off the front Berger, but he needs to be, you know, Mm. he's basically our engine man at the the minute. And uh, Mm -hmm. I think he's, I mean, he's had his shoulders above most of his, above most of his teammates uh, each week, to be honest, but I mean, he wasn't fabulous yesterday. But uh, yeah, it's it's one of those. Isn't it? What 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 are you going to do at Anfield? You might as well. They're going to dominate the ball. You might as well have a go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, do you expect to see all three of the new signings starting, Justin, at Anfield? Um, 
I, I would expect. Well, you can't not start with Fofana now after the two games that he's that he's had, um, especially given that Amdouni's form has just gone completely, hasn't it? Uh, for for the other two, I think Asignon probably will start. I'm not sure about the centre back. Um, I think he's he's probably the least the least likely. Um, I think I agree with I agree with Chris again about about Goodmanson coming back into the side. You know, we that's how that's how they steadied the ship, isn't it? When things were going badly wrong, they you know he, he finally brought Taylor and Brownhill and and Goodmanson back into the team and. It's that um, it's that know-how and that that battle-hardened, you know, Premier League experience that that, that got us um, playing a little bit better and 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 steadied things and improved things. But I, I think if you if you can do that and you can get these new lads integrated into the side properly, um, I don't know about whether whether Odebear and Foster and and uh, bringing Fofana in from Dooney would be. Braver than not bringing Fofana in from from Dooney. I think that you know they're both they've both been playing up front, haven't they? I'm doing. He's been playing more mm, forward. Fair comment, yeah. <clears throat> um, and and at, like Chris says again, you know what what would be the point of trying? What, what would be the point of of going to Liverpool? And you know, it's one of them free hits again, isn't it? We're going to lose. Um, you you would expect. I can't. I I don't think this side has got got in got it in it to surprise anybody like Liverpool. Um I hope I'm wrong about that, but I, I just think get get them in, get them get them integrated into the side, get them uh, you know, good forming partnerships, get them working together and then we'll have to see where that takes us to get because we've got an easy game after Liverpool, aren't we? So um <laughs> I think it's all, I've just watched Arsenal play Liverpool actually and uh it's frightening and so <laughs> clear, clearly like Playing, although it's almost like a different sport, and it likes like, like City as well. It's almost like they're playing a different game to the one we're playing. So, um, two games, two really, really tough games to throw throw them into. But uh, you know that's why they've come in it to to Burnley. That's they want to play in these games. So um, hopefully, yeah, they, they can ca- carry on making some sort of progress. Yeah, I mean that's the good thing about Asignon arrival means does mean that if when Charlie Taylor gets back to fitness. He can come in and 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 you've got a left back and a right back for the first time, really. You know, for mm. properly. Well, I mean, I know Vitinho's been playing right back, but I think he's due a rest as well, isn't he? I think after that performance uh, on Saturday, but it, it's it's, it's going to be tough. Yeah, I mean, any other thoughts on selection? Anything? Any players? I mean, are we saying those performances? Are there any players after that performance who should definitely not be lining up at Anfield, Chris? <laughs> well. I say I just I don't want to pile it on, but I, I just I, I, I feel for I feel for Munich, man. I mean, if, if you if you I mean, we don't know how hard how impressive he looks in training. We obviously no 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 context to that. But uh, if he's looking at Trafford every week and thinking, how on earth am I not getting the game here? Because hmm. when he has come in, he's he's done he's done you know he's done reasonably well in the cup games, and I just it, there has to be. I say I said that about the manager earlier in the in the season. There's got to be some jeopardy, and if the goalkeeper's making ricks like that, mm. you know, and he's and he and he and he knows he's going to start come hell or high water. There's no pressure on Trapper to perform well, so he just it, it just seems a, it just seems a bizarre. We 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 don't Trapper's going to play, whatever happens, 
And I mm. just find I find that situation maddening. You know, and again, he, see, he, he, he's got this strength of character that he's still able, despite making a couple of rakes, to to produce the saves he made in the second half. You know, they say the William one in particular, a very good save. But I just, no, to, to my mind, the, the, you know, if, if you're not hitting a certain level week after week and you know, there's someone else breathing down your neck, they deserve an opportunity. It's, uh, so I mean, we don't know. So we don't know if Ekdal's injured, how far behind Bayer is, etc. Where Charlie Taylor is in proceedings, and uh, but if I mean, if Taylor's fit, he has to start. If Bayer's fit, he's got to start. And uh, mm. I say midfield, does Cullen come in for 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 Brownhill? You know, Brownhill's you know his persona non grata at the start of the season. Now he's captain. <laughs> it's, it's just absolutely puzzling. Masengo's starting to get a bit of a look in, isn't he? I'd like he is, he is, isn't he? He's coming off a bit more of him. But he could have gone last week. He could have gone out on loan. I mean, mm. we're led to, yeah. led, to, led to believe the lad himself turned <laughs> the move down. And then, you know, obviously, Benson's been, as we're led to believe, talked into staying and I've been in the 20 since. <laughs> so just, what on earth? Yeah. Did, did anyone see that clip from the press conference yesterday where company was asked about whether he thought E. Steve could be as good as him? Which is which was an no. odd question in a way. Yes. But mm-hmm. Did you see it, Woody? Yes. And he seemed to me, maybe I'm being harsh here, but it seemed to me like company, he went round the houses with his answer to it and looked very embarrassed as though what he really wanted to say was, nah, but... No, um, <laughs> He obviously couldn't say that, but I'm reading that wrong. What is it's that? a weird question to ask, though, isn't it? it you is. know what I mean? It's like it's like basically saying, you were class, arguably one of the best ever, and he's like on the defensive straight away, thinking, well, that's bullshit. And then he's got to like try and say it without, you know, making E. Steve sound like a like a donkey <laughs> in which way, shape, or form. So I think it was. I, I think he kind of got out of it re- relatively well. But I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Was that Young Huey's question? I know Young Huey and uh, who ran ran round the pitch with uh, with Freddie. Ah, to, it might have been. Uh, yeah. I think he asked. I think he got to ask a question in the press. Well, he got him worried anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Fair play. And uh, and fabulous, uh, you know, fabulous news about uh, Huey. And great to see him get a terrific reception yesterday as well. But uh, mm. yeah, I, I see. I didn't see the press conference, so I'm just. <laughs> I don't know whether it's. Uh, you know, busman's holiday or whatever. I just I can't be bothered listening to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's got, the, the press conferences have got less and less interesting. I think. I think the uh, company was quite thoughtful and candid early on. He's obviously been coached to, like, if you ask him about an injury <laughs> or anything like that, he just doesn't say anything at all, does he? He doesn't reveal. Anything. We don't know anything about any of these no, players. Exactly. Yeah, it could be worse. The club could have asked him not to speak. Like at the goings on at Blackburn, that was absolutely bizarre. Mm. There are a lot of strange things happening there, aren't there? Duncan Duncan Maguire's saga of his transfer, which was on, off, on, off, and then done on deadline day, and then find out two days later that they hadn't put the paperwork in. So again, yeah. again. <laughs> yeah, excellent. Well, thanks very much for uh, joining us today. Hope that wasn't too depressing this time. We're trying our best to keep it relatively upbeat, but it, you know, it's a task this season. It really is. <laughs> but uh, we'll be back on Thursday looking ahead to that game at Anfield. 
and uh, maybe have a little bit of something else for you as well. Thanks very much. Don't forget to do leave us a rating and, and some comments on your podcast uh, providers. It really does actually help us. And, uh, yeah, tell your friends about it. Keep spreading the word. All the best and up the clarets. <laughs>